Well, except for that time your Auntie Jan gave you a ride. She's a bloody classic, she is. This is Jono, Ben and Sharon. Welcome along to the show on a Tuesday afternoon. Just got, I'm sorry, I was a bit running back late because I got taught how to make milk for my coffee. Oh, look at that froth on there. That's a good head on that flat white <laughs> the there. Guy, yeah. the, the guy knew what he was doing on the machine. They got yeah. very in-depth okay, into a little thing. Okay, Ben, everybody in the building was secretly wanting to go make a coffee with the with the coffee guy. Did you take a fancy as well? He's a hot coffee guy. Yeah, he is. And he hot makes hot coffee, coffee as well. Everyone was yeah. frothing to froth with the coffee the guy. Girl, the girls in the office, they were giggling they away. Were. Oh, they were, but I was in there getting quite a good lesson, so I was mm, taking up a lot of his time. Mm. <laughs> anyway, today, met a girl who's in a polyamorous relationship. So explain what that is to me. So she's got multiple partners. <gasps> multiple partners. And her partner has oh. multiple partners. We're going we're to get her on the radio. We're going to get her on the radio to explain all. I have so many questions when you meet someone like this. Okay. Just after five o'clock, make sure you join us for that. Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. Cash saving tips with Ben. Cash saving tips with Ben. So it's, it's no secret on the show that I like to, you know, I like to save a dollar or not spend a dollar if I don't have to. Yeah. And I just. What is it, like mentally? Like, what is it? Is it, like a, is it a win? That's probably well, even when like you save win. like 50 cents, it's a win. win. It's you know? You and live in fear that one day your Scrooge McDuck pit is going to have no coins <laughs> that's left. That's right. I like to, then I swim through my money, my, my, my coins. <laughs> uh, but then I was reminded in the weekend by my dad that, you know, that, that cash saving tips tied us tips running in the family because my grandparents they had their birthday on the same day and brilliant they, and they were married for like 50 years and so when they would have their birthday they would go to the Christchurch casino now back then it wasn't like Valentine's where you had to have one, four, three paying people and the person on the birthday would get their free meal what? two people would get their birthday dinner for free at the casino so they would go in there with their ID every birthday and get both their meals free on the casino the casino would be like you mother f- like an Ocean's Eleven heist for like 85 year olds that's yeah. so <laughs> good a, ro- a roast pork meal <laughs> do they still do that? well then, uh, unfortunately they're no longer with us. Uh, oh. Yeah, but they choked on it. No, no. Oh, <laughs> and one of the meals. Oh, God. No, but that was the thing they did. Like, every year on their birthday, it was like, what are you doing for lunch? They're like, we're going to the casino. But these are the same grandparents. Didn't they live... They had a house, oh, but no, they, they lived different grandparents. Oh, these are different. So you, uh, tell them about your other grandparents. Some other grandparents had a nice uh, nice house, lovely house out in um, Amberley Beach, just out of Christchurch. Um, but they would live in a caravan. They sleep in a caravan every night. They go out for bed in the caravan out the back. Why would they not sleep in the house? I don't know. They just like it in the caravan. Was it ghosty or something? They just liked the caravan. They were like, we like sleeping in the caravan. So they'd go out in like Canterbury winters walking like 20 metres out to their caravan. What? Sleep in their caravan and then come back inside to, you know, to the rest of the day. And it was a nice house, you know, like bedrooms and stuff. Grandparents are the weirdest stuff. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. so strange. Well, let's throw this open. Do, do you think you can out-tight Ben's tight ass? 0800 The Edge. Tight ass tips with Ben. It's open right now. We'll take some live calls. Ooh. What do you do to save a dollar? Can you beat Ben Boyce? Well, can you beat my grandparents having to get you know, going along with their ID to the Christchurch Casino every birthday? Do you go to Valentine's on your birthday for a free no, meal? No, no. I never actually have done that. Because I think you've got to have uh, three paying customers with you, right? That's, that's See, I didn't know that. That's yeah. a bit But Christchurch Casino is... It's Free for just, all. Well, it used to be back in the day. That's why Bing always goes to crush it for his birthday. <laughs> Flying down there. <laughs> go along for a nice meal by myself. Hey, hey, oh, wait, under the edge. Have you got a tight ass tip? Uh, if you can now beat Ben. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Ben's like, this is not what we had planned. No. I, but it's I, what we're doing now. What's your tight ass tip, Jessica? Uh, my tight ass tip is when you get the email from the TAB saying top up your account by $20 and we'll give you a free 10 you top it 
twenty dollars, go down, get your twenty out, use your ten, win more money. <laughs> Sounds like a vicious cycle. <laughs> I think uh, what you have is not a tight ass tip, it's a gambling addiction. <laughs> See, if I, I, I can't get you. Yeah, on you, Jessica. Yeah, right. That kind of works. Ed, hello. Welcome to the show. What's your tight ass tip? Um, I was told by my grandmother years ago, my grandfather sold, he um, swallowed one of his false teeth. Oh, no. How did he get... No, please tell he, me he didn't. He, he glued it back in. Oh! oh yes! Yeah. It came out of his tight ass, literally. <laughs> he put it back yeah. in. That's something that Ben would do, eh? No, you went recent with that because you were so no. OCD about being yeah. clean. It's a dilemma for me, that mm. one. We are not going to be there. <laughs> oh, God. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Oh, very excited. We, we had heard the rumours. Hadn't we? Harry and Megan are coming to Aotearoa. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, they're going to come in October, and uh, I think October, early November. Going to uh, go to Wellington, Abel, Tasman, National Park, Auckland and uh, Rotorua. He's not going back to Stewart Island? Last time he went to Stewart Island. Jeez, they must get sent to some <laughs> crap holes, the Royals, eh? I reckon maybe they get a little bit of a choice, do they? They'd be like, I have to go to what, Papua New Guinea? Oh, do I? But he would have loved good in Stewart Island because there's not many people. Yeah, he went to the pub. I think he had a great time. Yeah, he's he probably... like some lad. Yeah. He's like, geez, I got into some stuff on Stewart Island. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even have the internet there. <laughs> they can only remember with nature's internet, their minds, <laughs> about what he got up to. But we wanted to uh, play a bit of a game. Oh. And I'm being thrown under the bus here. Well, it's your idea for the game. Yeah, yeah, but you're, the, you're the king of pranks, But mate. I didn't want to do it. I king of want... pranks. Yeah, Harry's the prince. You're yeah. the king Wind up pranks. your wife, infamous. Yeah. You're the yeah. biggest prankster New Zealand's ever seen. The biggest pranker in New Zealand, they say. You're the Guido Hatches of New Zealand. <laughs> the idea was it would phone places, comical places, as a royal aide mm-hmm. and try and book them out for Harry and Meghan's visit. Well, you do a great accent. No, I don't you do, do an great accent. Accents. I can't do accents. Do your Chinese one. <laughs> no, I won't. Ben didn't even get scared then. No, like, I'm just going to give up on that one. I'm good guys, you know. So that's, that just washes over him now. <laughs> yeah. We need a more offensive thing to say okay. to Ben. No, you don't. You're, just, you're on your own. Um, <laughs> So, I've been designated to try and pull off a British accent and book out the Palmerston North Cosy Club. The whole thing. For a function. For Prince Harry and Meghan Markle when they're in New Zealand. And make them think it's real. Wish me luck. Good luck. Good luck, sir. Good luck, Guido. Welcome to the Cosmopolitan Club, Desiree speaking. Hello, hello, hello. (laughs) Hello. Governor Gavin here from Buckingham Palace. Hey, crumpet. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) I'm the royal aide to Megan and Harry. Yes. You know they're coming to your town. I heard that, yes. We would like... (laughs) Keep the accent going strong. Hello. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. (laughs) We would like... To, to book out the uh, Cosmopolitan Club. What for? A function. A function? For Megan and Harry. <laughs> yeah, right. 
Frankenberg. I've ever heard. Like when they start repeating back in I'm so sorry. Sorry about that. It's John O'Brien and Sharon calling from the Edge Radio Station. Hello, hello, hello to you. I haven't got a very good accent. The worst. The worst. Well, we were trying to see if we could trick you into booking out your entire cosy club for Meghan Markle and Prince Harry, but old Jono's pranks ain't what they used to be. No, I didn't for that one. No, you didn't. Oh, you have a lovely day. Top, top of the morning, do you? Cheerio. Thank you. Bye. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. friend of mine came over on the weekend and he uh, broke up with a girl about a year and a half ago. They went their separate ways. Mm. Didn't end badly, but they just decided, you know, this setup it's not for us. She goes to Europe. He comes over and he's like, guess what she's doing now? And I was like, what? We're having a good old gossip session. Oh, yeah. Yes. He showed me her Instagram account. She is now dating a billionaire's son, spends her days in the Mediterranean on super yachts, on his giant three-storied super yacht. What? Wow. He's still a plumber. Hanging out with you. Yeah. <laughs> That's, he's That's like, amazing. She could, she could not have upgraded to a better life if she tried. He's like, I'm... He took his hat off to it. He, he wasn't even wearing a hat at the time. He went and found one of my hats that <laughs> I wear. She, put it on and he took it off. She's like, I don't need your hat, mate. I've got a million hats now. Crazy, right? That's a, that's a, that's that's a, a real big upgrade. Yeah, it's a, bit, it's a bit of pill to swallow too when your ex moves oh, on yeah. to a better life. But in those positions, you have to go, well, good on them. You can't. You have to sit back and go, wow. Well, that's great. I couldn't have given you that. What about <laughs> your, any of your exes, Ben? Have they upgraded? Probably, I'd say definitely. Anything's a step up from me. Are they deep to you now? No, I'd just have to say anything's a step up from me. My first girlfriend's now a lesbian. Is she? It's an upgrade. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) For me. Absolutely. Yeah. In fact, any of my ex-partners, no matter what they're doing now, is an upgrade. (laughs) That's true. That's well, nice. don't have to agree with it, mate. <laughs> no, we don't. She agree with you know, my wait one. Wait till Gina. Well, honestly, you wait till Gina upgrades from you. Yeah. I know. That's I'll, I'll be, be, it's just a matter of time, it's isn't it? It's going to be a day. Uh, it's going to be a day. But the problem is you don't have to do too much to be better than me. Yeah. You know? Oh, Look at this. Just like hygiene. get dressed. <laughs> but brush your teeth daily. Get some clothes from the de- de- decade, you know? It's yeah. fun. <laughs> be here. Look like you don't work in the bush. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, you look like you're working in the bush and you haven't been near a bush in a long time. <laughs> like he's trying to look at the real rugged look, eh? Yeah. 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 I upgraded from, um, so if I look through my past relationships, I went from the guy that was in the band, yeah. the guy in the band that could actually get a song on the radio to the guy that plays the songs on the radio. So, like, slowly, <laughs> I slowly went up the scale. Is, it, is the guy playing the songs on the radio the upgrade, though? Yeah, is it? Well, I don't know. He doesn't have to... I love Bryce, but is he it? He gets a regular page. I don't know. <laughs> He's getting paid for that job regularly. Although I guess they were getting paid regularly in the band as well. Okay, I went over the edge. <laughs> you can text 3343. That's the telephone number and the text number. What is your ex doing now? Kerry, welcome to the show. What is your Hi. story, babes? Um, yes, I've had a guy for 14 years and he left me for a man. So he left you for a man. So no, did he tell you that he was going to leave you for a man or you found this out after he left um, you? I kind of found out when all my lingerie was going missing. Dang. There you go. And so did you hit him up about it? Um, yeah, and like um, we had four kids. Time and what? Yeah, um, I'm, it's now been three years. Wow. <laughs> and did it? What were your feelings? Like, were you angry or were you like relieved um, that no, he had gone? Yeah, angry, wondering what I did wrong. Actually, 
Yeah, right. I don't think he did anything really? wrong. It's, it's, just, it's just his life. It's this. just the way he is. Yeah. 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 Well, no, right, right. Obviously, you having uh, sad feelings about the situation. That it, is, sucks. it is a bit of a head, a head muck yeah. when you find out someone that you were with. Like, I uh, used to pash a boy that ended up being gay, and that really screwed with me because I was like, what did I do? Well, why was he kissing me then? So I can imagine having four <laughs> kids with somebody yeah, that ended yeah. up being gay would be very confusing as well. But it's definitely nothing that you did, babe. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much for calling. Thanks for your call. And Mr. X, this is scandalous. What is your ex doing now? Well, she's uh, with me old man now. What? Oh, what? How did this happen? Was this like a, a Christmas day gone wrong or how did we get here? I don't know. I don't know. I just um, came home one day and she told me that um, she was in love with another man. And I thought, well, who's this other man? And it turned out that that other man was me old man. How long was Jeez. how long was the relationship going on behind your back? Well, I don't know, but it must have been going on for a while. And so, has it ruined your relationship with your father? Oh yeah, absolutely. You oh, broke my heart. I can imagine. Oh. Poor yeah. bugger. Do you think you'll ever reconcile with him and get over it, or is it just damage done forever? Oh, I don't know. Maybe we will reconcile one day, eh? Oh, man, I'm sorry. These are very sad calls. These are very sad calls. We should have done something fun. I don't know. Um, Let's go to Sarah on 0800 The Edge. What's your ex doing now, Sarah? Um, So my ex, um, we broke up because he moved to LA and he was pursuing his dream of becoming a music producer. Mm -hmm. And he produced a song called Company by Justin Bieber. So, yeah. Wow. wow. So he ended up being... Um, what's his name? Or should we Google it? Um, I think he's actually under big taste on the album, but his name's Leroy. Wow. So Leroy's over there in LA. What are you back here doing? Uh, I'm studying. She's oh, studying? Oh. Hey, you've got a whole future here. You could you could be yeah. anything. You're probably not going to be a music producer yeah. in LA. <laughs> How did you, yeah, definitely not. <laughs> How did you feel whenever a company came on in a bar or on the radio? Did it annoy you? Or you were like, oh, I used to go out with that guy. Or was it like, I hate that guy and I hate this stupid song? <laughs> no, it was good. It was like a, a low-key brag. No, you, you keep bragging. No, That's yeah. a hell of a claim no, to yeah, fame. yeah, yeah, yeah. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Now, my mum, Jenny, uh, she's she's a bit of a hoarder. She loves to hold on to stuff. Oh, so I'm glad you finished that word. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone in the studio was like, oh, I was like, is he what? Is he going to do that? Hoarder. Oh, no, Sounds no, like someone found no. out about Jenny and Jono. Oh, sorry. Not the, no, hoarder. She puts the der into hoarder, not the other way around. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Oh, God. That, yeah, I can see why now you were like, worried. She's mum's a hoarder. Love it. Wouldn't no, one sh- no, mum's awesome. But, yeah. um, but she loves but she's to... A bit of a she loves to hold on to things. Like, mm. we talked before how if we're having a cake, she'll keep the cake crumbs. She'll put it in a little container. She left some at my house last time she was here as a bit of a joke. She's like, here's some cake crumbs. Labelled it, left it there. Has she ever used the cake crumbs for whatever you'd use cake I, crumbs no, for? No, but she doesn't know. She'll just keep stuff for... Doesn't like, she use the cake crumbs when you sometimes go Sometimes we Johnny? do use them. <laughs> yeah. She likes she to bake me a... Cake full of cake crumbs? I thought she was putting the icing on your belly and then sprinkling the... <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> Mind you, if you collect enough crumbs, eventually you'll have a whole cake. <laughs> yeah, she'll be laughing then, right? <laughs> she'll be laughing. She'll call us in 10 years and be laughing. And then you'll be mouldy, but <laughs> got a cake. cake nonetheless. Uh, but, but, so the past couple of years that I've had, you know, I've gone out for sushi with my mum when she's been up or, uh, you know, and she's... How kept... nice of you to take her to St. Pierre's <laughs> yeah. for a flash lunch. But what she does is she's been keeping the little, you know, the little soy sauce that comes in the, the little 
little fish, the little plastic little oh, fish. Oh, yeah. She's like, I just want to keep it. And I'm like... What, the full or empty container? No, the empty container. And I'm like, why are you keeping that? She's like, oh, you don't know. You don't know. You just... We, you might find a use. I'll find a use for it later. Well, she, she might be a big recycler. She doesn't want to waste She loves recycling stuff. She loves holding on to stuff. little fish. So she has a container full of cake crumbs <laughs> yeah. and a container full of the mini fish things that hold the soy sauce <laughs> from yeah. sushi packets. But now she's discovered what to do with those. Um, so she now puts <laughs> mouthwash in the little in the little fish, the little plastic fish, and she'll take it about through her day, and that is her little allocated little, oh, if I need some mouthwash after lunch, <laughs> you can just pop a pop a little bit. Wouldn't it taste like soy sauce? <laughs> she's washed it out. She's that cleaned her so container. Strange. Someone else is doing it. It was someone else's idea. She's like, that's a great idea. That's what I'm going to do. So she's quite It feels now. like it would provide you three drops of mouthwash. <laughs> like, it's, not enough to freshen your mouth. It's eco-friendly, but it is a bit odd. That's recycling. It's saving the planet. Maybe you could start doing it, Ben, instead of using all your chewing gum. Oh, my God. Making a mess on these streets. <laughs> maybe, maybe Jenny's clocked life here. Because there's a lot of complaints about those little plastic fishes, aren't there? Well, there's so many different things you could put in there. Not just Listerine or, you know, mouthwash. Eye drops. Lube. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A little bit of whiskey for you, Jono. Or something whiskey, to keep you through your day. <laughs> I feel like Jenny may have cracked life. That? That was just me making the noise of me squeezing the fish bottle, but obviously you couldn't see my finger movements that I was doing in the studio, so you just heard, <laughs> which made no sense to the radio. <laughs> At the time, I had my forefinger and my thumb squeezing down on an imaginary bottle of little plastic fish soy sauce, and visually it made a lot of sense. Audibly, because the microphone was, was like obscuring the... Uh, the three of us all looked at each other like, what, what the hell is he did he just go? do? <laughs> okay, well, I guess on that note, right. <laughs> it's the Edge. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Yesterday we were filming for the TV show and uh, we met a girl that we were filming with and just got talking to her. Got talking, oh, you know, girls can be on TV now too, they Sharon. Can. I fully endorse it. <laughs> ben don't was like, oh, I don't know. another hole where know. you start joking and we don't know where the line is. <laughs> no. Uh, but no, we got talking to her and she was quite open about talking about her polyamorous relationship. She joins us on the phone right now. Sarah, good to talk to you again, mate. Hello, how are you going? Found you very interesting yesterday with what you did, and just so many questions. So explain what a polyamorous relationship is, first off. Um, first of all, polyamorous relationship describes somebody who's in a relationship romantically with more than one person. So it's different from an open relationship in the fact that when you're in an open relationship, you're romantically involved with somebody, but then you just have sex with lots of other people. So how many people are in your relationship? Just two. So, like, I'm sort of the hinge and the V. All right, the so, there's, so there's, three, there's, there's three of you in total? Yes, yeah, but the, my other two partners don't date each other. Right. They don't, they but they know about the fact that you're all in this hinge of a V. Yeah, of. yeah. Otherwise, that would just be straight up, like, cheating. double life cheating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. This is, like, regular everyday cheating. <laughs> so do you date a man and a woman or two men or two women? Um, I date a man and a trans person. Wow. Who identifies as non-binary. And so do you f- feel you're in more of a relationship with one of them over the other? Oh, that's such a mean question. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. I think um, the only thing that really is different between the two people that I'm dating is that I've been dating one of them for a lot longer, so for about a year, and I'm dating the other one for about, like, eight months. So if you've got a question you want to ask, Sarah, uh, call us now on 0800 The Edge or text us to 3343. And so, Sarah, the the thing I'm trying to figure out, so which, were you, which person were you in the relationship with first? 
Um, the guy who I'm dating, who I now live with. So does he go off and have liaisons with other people? Yes. So we are, so polyamorous relationships and open relationships are two different things, but I just happen to be in both. So my polyamorous relationship is also open. So all of us can have casual flings with anyone we like, really, uh, within reason. How do you deal with, like, is, does jealousy come into it? Like, how do you, can you separate that from your mind? Because surely, because you're, you know, you're in love with these people and you're all seeing other people, yeah. that's fine. But how do you sort of switch off the jealousy part of your brain? Mm. You you just can't. And I think that that's like the biggest myth that people who are in polyous or polyamorous or open relationships are just like these amazing magical beings that don't feel jealousy. Like, that's a total myth. What happens is that you just have to go, okay, is my jealousy more important than the way I want to live my life um, and the way that I want my other partners to be happy. So you have to kind of weigh up and you still feel it and it's horrible, but you have that kind of end goal in mind of we're doing this because we want to be happy. We're doing this because we're progressive 21st century people who think that, you know, love works in many different ways and you just have to live with it. You basically have to live with it and it does get better with time. And how did did the conversation go down with your boyfriend when you wanted to start uh, dating somebody else? Ooh, that was, it was hard. It was a hard transition because previously it was just the two of us having casual sexual things with other people. Right. But then when I kind of fell for somebody, it was a big change. But I think, yeah, a, a part of it is that, you know, like I've never been in a gay relationship and that's the side of my life that he just can't fulfill as a straight dude. True. And I think he he had to just, it was up to him really and his understanding to go, like I said before, like I'm going to put your happiness over mine and I know that ultimately this will make you happier and then when we're together, you'll be happier and more fulfilled. Just, and who am I to stop that? What a selfless thing to do. Yeah, I sound so very many, mature. So many questions yeah, coming through already on the text on 3343. Three. Do they know each other? Do they talk each other? Do you go for barbecues? Do you go and <laughs> watch the Shortland Street Omnibus together? People are even asking <laughs> if you guys ever hook up the three of you. Well, no, because it's I'm dating a person who's queer and I'm dating a person who's like a cis man who's very straight mm-hmm. so I'm kind of like both of their types but they are the opposite of each other's types. Fair enough. But they have they <laughs> met each other? Yes, like once and it's pretty trippy because I've been seeing two people for about eight months and they've only met each other once. And so they've got, they've got no desire to hang out or pretend to be happy to hang out with you? <laughs> I mean, not really. It's kind of like scheduling's a nightmare anyway. So. <laughs> you can imagine I mean, the admin yeah. on this is uh, going to be like a nightmare. What are you running? What's, no, no, this is not going to that. <laughs> Google Calendar, probably. <laughs> oh, yeah, great so. communication skills, <laughs> great organisation skills. <laughs> if you have a fight with one, do you bitch about it to the other? Or do you have to keep the relationships completely separate? It's just impossible kind of not to, because when you come home and you've just, like, had a fight with your other partner and you're super upset, or, like, you're just, like, in a shit mood for no reason, and they're like, all right, what's going on? You kind of end up unpacking it with the other person, which... I mean, it's helpful. I would just, I'd just be trying to sabotage the other person the whole time. <laughs> I guess that's the great thing about what we're doing is that everyone, everyone's just trying to be happy. And it's hard enough as it is without, without being bitchy or, you know, difficult. True, true. So, okay, we've got Sarah on so, the phone. Yeah. Sarah on the phone who's in a polyamorous relationship. And Poppy, you've got a question. What did you want to know? Um, hi. Um, what happens when you want to, like, settle down or if you want to have kids or something? Um, I'm not sure because I'm pretty young right now, but 
Yeah. Uh, sometimes uh, in lots of other relationships, you can have kids with one partner and then you can raise them all together if you're that kind of relationship. Or you just kind of end up choosing one to do those things with and not the other. And I think that's sometimes where things come to a head. Um, yeah. Structurally, there's something called you can have primary partners or secondary partners. Um, so you kind of like have a hierarchy. Oh. But for me, it's sort of like... Yeah, it's a constant navigation of it, and I haven't been doing it for very long. Man, I tell you what. So I guess it'll just be what happens when around the time I want to have kids, if I do. Because I was thinking that you live with the boyfriend, but not with your partner that's trans. What if your partner that's trans wants to live with you? Do you then have to have some time living with them as well? Or one big house? Yeah. Well, I just don't know yet. I think it's sort of at that point in the relationship where things are getting really serious with both of my partners, and that those questions are being asked. So I guess, like... Hit me back in like six months. Yeah, I'll tell you, you, what, you can really you can cut down your rent in one of the places. Yeah. Yeah. Move them in. Yeah. Jeez, I'm feeling. I'm I mean, just that realizing would be ideal. how we're talking to you. How boring I am. Oh yeah. Oh jeez, I'm a boring guy. <laughs> so oh, we don't even go out in the weekend. Yeah, whatever works for you is what I always yeah, say. Yeah, you do There's you. Nothing wrong with. Yeah, you do you. Man, the most exciting I thing I've done. Most exciting thing I've done is had like 12 Heinekens. Oh, yeah, you are freaky. <laughs> Over three you ate weeks. a cheesecake were in the car by yourself? Time? Were they in love with each other? <laughs> the Heinekens were in love with it. I was in love with the Heinekens. Oh, yeah. All 12 of them. Multiple relationships. <laughs> and Kylie, last question goes to you. What do you want to know from Sarah, who's in a polyamorous uh, relationship? Yes. Um, so, what would you do if um, your partner was a radio host and he was cheating on you? Um, you've got two kids. Oh, look. He doesn't want to pay child support. <laughs> look, I'm Sarah. Like, Sarah, polyamorous... you don't need to be involved in this. This is Sarah. Oh, this shit. is slander. <laughs> this is a lady being at a one-night stand no, with her. There's two children with Sarah. It's not true. Sarah. No, look, Sarah. You... <laughs> so sorry, Sarah. He was, he was in a, a polyamorous <laughs> relationship. Yeah, Sarah, like, myself. you can skip out of that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, Sarah, um, thank you so much for uh, sharing your life with us this afternoon. It was absolutely fascinating. And uh, if you did miss the start of the conversation with Sarah, then uh, get our podcast tonight because she had some great chat. Yeah. Good on you, Sarah. Hey, Thank welcome. you. Cheers for your time. Thanks so much. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge.